What's shaking fire nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on unlocking the Hollywood code through the three P's of success. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Michael Fompkin on the mic. He's a two comma club winner, Broadway investor, and Hollywood insider. His investments in Broadway have won over 28 awards, including the Tony for Best Play in 2013. And Fire Nation, we were talking about proximity. How do you get proof of concept from day one? And how do you actually build authority and leverage proximity in a meaningful way? And so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Clavio is the growth marketing platform that's helped more than 30,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business through more personalized marketing. See for yourself how Clavio helps brands own their growth by enabling them to take back control of the customer experience. Visit Clavio.com slash fire. Michael, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, Fire Nation. I am so excited to be here today on the call. And something interesting about myself, well, actually, I was actually sued one time for $100 million, and I actually won. Person <laughs> actually, the person actually paid me. Not the $100 million, but they, I did get paid in the end. Wow. Well, I can tell you, in the litigious society that we live in called the United States of America, I can tell you that that is a fear, a rightful fear of a, a certain segment of the population. So it's good to hear that the right side can come out victorious after that. So thanks for sharing that. And as I was sharing in the intro, Fire Nation, Michael's here to talk all about unlocking the Hollywood code through the three P's of success. And Michael, I want to start with proximity. So kind of break down proximity and how we can use that word and that's just overall strategy to propel us to success. So proximity means like your relationship to people that are within the genre to be able to help you get where you're going or to help your tribe, your audience um, get to where they're going. So like like today, being on this call with you today, that's proximity for us, for proximity for each other. Um, proximity can be the people that are on your phone, like in your contact. They can be people that you're actually friends with on social media. So proximity is kind of creating a circle of relationships that help move your life, your mindset, and your business forward. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people found fascinating when LinkedIn started blowing up. They're like, wow, like I'm actually connected to some really cool people. Like maybe not a one degree separation of connection, but two or three degrees, you know, this person that I know quite well knows this person who knows this person incredibly well. How can I use my proximity with the first person to kind of start closing that gap and making those things happen? So what are some ways that you specifically, Michael, have used proximity to your benefit? Obviously, being in the entertainment industry, we utilized um, we actually utilized podcasts to actually reach out to influencers within our industry. One of the people that we originally had reached out to, her name was Pat Adda. She's a Broadway producer. We wind up developing a relationship with her. She wind up becoming a mentor to us. And through that, we would wind up investing in a variety of Broadway shows, which would lead to winning 28 awards, including six Tonys. And in 2013, winning the Tony for Best Play for a wow. show by the name of Vanya Sonia Masha and Spike. So by finding the right people and being able to help them, being able to bring something to the table that helps benefit their life, your life can change in ways that are just phenomenally amazing and as long as you put the time in in the beginning and plant those seeds, that harvest that you have in the future will come. 
like it's just like without a doubt it will come well michael you have a way with words which of course as an audio podcaster i love and to share with you something and i know you know some of this because you are familiar with entrepreneurs on fire and my audience fire nation we like things fast we do like we want to implement things fast we want to do things fast we want to move fast and break things learn from those mistakes that we're inevitably going to make adjust pivot and then fire again What's the fastest way that we can get into proximity of influencers in our specific niches and industries? The best and fastest way that I know of is actually going out and going to like conventions, going to charity events, actually going out and, and, and putting yourself right in front of the people that you want to be able to have the opportunity to work with. Like by bar far none, <laughs> there is no faster way. Like you can build up relationships online you can reach out to people you can you know you can go through that process but if you want something fast then you need to create that list of people that you feel are going to benefit you and that you can benefit them also because it has to have that both sides of the coins for this to work but going out there and actually placing yourself right in front of them being able to go up to your, up to them introduce them having that 30 seconds 30 second elevator pitch. That is the fastest way to do this without a doubt. So I want to tell my story right now, Michael, of a situation that I was able to implement exactly what you're talking about. And then I want you to share a story either of how you've done this or of one of your clients or friends or just like a really good story that you think is going to really exemplify everything that you're talking about. Because for me, what did I do? I used Entrepreneurs on Fire back in 2012 when I had no connections, I had no proximity, I had no relationships or friendships with anybody who was a rock star in the entrepreneurial world. And then what did I do? I reached out with them and I had a 30-minute conversation with them just like Michael and I are having right now on a call and I interviewed them and I let them share their message, their mission, their voice with the world, with whatever world that I had created at that point, which was my audience, Fire Nation. And one of those individuals happened to be Michael Hyatt, somebody who I had read his books, I looked up to him, he was massive at the time. He's still super big to this day, you know, eight years later. But back in 2012, it was just like he was crushing it and I was just starting out. But I used those 30 minutes. I built up a relationship. I got some closer proximity to him. Then I went to an event that we were both speaking at and we were at the speaker's happy hour. It was only the speakers were there. And I was able to walk up to him and say, hey, Michael, John Lee Dumas. Like, and you know, might not recognize my face because we just did an audio only interview, but it was a great chat we had. And he was just like, oh my God, that was a great call. And I heard from your audience and blah, blah, blah. And in that 15 minutes, we built up a friendship because I was there in person with him that again, I took the step prior with that 30 minute interview on Entrepreneurs on Fire. And then fast forward two years, his cruise ship stops over in Puerto Rico for like seven hours. He and his wife jump in a car, drive down to my house to have dinner with us here in Palmas del Mar, Puerto Rico. None of that would have happened without me getting proximity one step at a time, but taking that effort to go up and have that conversation in person. So that was my process. That was my story. Michael, what's something that you've experienced similar to that vein? Okay. I got a good one. When we were first starting out, we, again, same concept. We didn't know anybody. We didn't have the relationships and all that. And I says, well, okay, well, what's a way we can go out and start meeting some people? So I came up with this idea where I had seen 
I had this fascination at the time with astronauts. It was something some, when I was very young, I always wanted to be an astronaut. So I wind up seeing this advertisement where Buzz Aldrin was actually going to be doing an autograph signing um, at this the, the National Air and Space Museum in Washington. So I was like, oh, wow, this is a great opportunity. You know, go, I'll go buy his book. I'll meet him. I can talk to him about coming on to the podcast, you know, maybe being a speaker at one of our events. How cool would it be to have, you know, the, the, the second man who walked on the moon there? So sure enough, I'm all excited. I'm brand new at this. No idea what I'm doing. When I show up there, there must have been oh, at least at least 8,000 people waiting online. It was like the line went around the block like twice. It was just insane how many people had shown, shown up to, to have this opportunity to meet them. Um, so long story short, I get on the line and I'm kind of, I can kind of, you know, I'm waiting online for a few hours and I could kind of see where he's signing these books. And the way they had it set up was you actually didn't get to meet him. <laughs> it literally was kind of like Santa Claus. There was like a secret service agent <laughs> on each side of him and you would go up, you would hand the book to the agent and he was like kind of up on a platform. So you couldn't even get near him. Literally, they would slide the book over, he would sign it and then they would slide the book over to the <laughs> other side and, and they, then they would shoo you away. So there was no way for you to get near this guy. So I sat there and I was like, hmm, interesting. I said, you know what? I bet you at the end he's going to be really tired, but at the same time, he would be really excited at the very last person <laughs> book that he's going to sign, right? Because now he knows his day is done. So what I, I was there with my partner. What I said, you know what? Let's go to the back of the line. Let's be the very, very last person to meet him. And that's what we did. Actually, every single time somebody came behind us, we were like, nope, you can get in front of us. Nope, you can get in front of us. Nope, you can get in front of us. And we literally waited there the entire day. We were the very, very last person to meet him. And literally, my, my opening line was, wow, it's such an honor to get to meet you. I'm glad I was the very last person to actually get, you know, to talk with you. And sure enough, it opened up dialogue and a conversation that would wind up developing into a relationship. And we used that little hack or that little technique actually very early on at a few different book signings <laughs> where we would like wait to be the very last person. And then, of course, we would have our pitch ready. Hey, would you like to come on our podcast? This is what we do and so forth. But um, that was something thing at the very beginning that we did to um, meet people and got, got to meet some really amazing people that way. See, I love that story. And I was actually putting myself in his position, the person that you were looking to, to chat with and meet with. And mm -hmm. I was just like, dude, if it's like the first 25 to 75% of me doing a book signing or something like that, I'm just like, man, there's a lot of book signings I have to do. Like, let's kind of keep this chain moving. We got to keep going, like blah, blah, blah. But man, when that last one comes, I'm like, success, this is the last one. I'd be so much more open to having that, you know, that conversation because it's over. It's finished. I'm getting up. I'm kind of wrapping up. Let's have a chat. Let's give each other a high five and <laughs> yep, let's go take on. Take a photo, the whole nine. The whole yep. nine. And yeah. I love that story, Fire Nation. So how can you implement that at the next maybe conference or event or book signing or fill in the blank? Like use strategies like that because you need to be strategic. And speaking of strate strategic, let's talk about proof of success. So if we're just starting out, how can we create proof of success in our industry? You have to have your aha moment. So you have to have your why. So like right when you're first starting out, you have to have that aha moment. You have to have that. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And from there, you, you have that passion. You know, there are so many people when I first meet them that don't even know my background. They don't know what I'm doing. And I hear this all the time. They're like, oh, my God, I, I don't know anything about you, but you have such passion for what it is that you're doing. So at the very beginning, 
you're going to eat, sleep, survive on that passion. Yeah. And you, you know, you're going to create that podcast. You're going to create that website. You're going to go out and do those Facebook lives. You're going to go out to events. You're going to go to conventions, wherever you can go. And by having that passion, that enthusiasm, it becomes contagious and it you become charismatic. People are automatically drawn to you. They want to listen to you. They, they want to give you that shot. You know, they, they want to believe in something that's that's bigger than the both of you guys, you know, or whoever you're speaking with. And, and, and people will listen to you. You just have to put yourself out there. And at the very beginning, when you have absolutely nothing, you have yourself and you have that passion. And that passion, that drive, that determination will open up doors and, and, and literally will change your life in so many ways so quickly. So any specific steps or tactics that we can implement to get that proof of success going at the very beginning of our process? We like to say there's no picture, no video. It never happened. <laughs> so wherever we go, when we meet people, we always want to get that photo. But, um, you know, at the very beginning, when you first meet people, like you don't just go, OK, hey, can I get a selfie with you? You want to kind of have like I always like like I was just at, at uh, Funnel Hacking Live. And, you know, a lot of I met a lot of the really, you know, fantastic speakers. There. And of course, when they come off stage, there's always that little mob scene around them. And I always wait until Every single person who wanted to just talk to them or get a picture or whatever it may be is finished. And I do the same routine, same exact thing I did like like when we first started. And then I'll go up and I'll speak with them and I'll, you know, say, hey, you know, I always make sure to take notes of something they, they spoke about that inspired me. Hey, I just wanted to come over and introduce myself. You know, when you were up on stage and you were speaking about this, that, and the other thing, I want to let you know it really touched me. It really meant something to me. And you always kind of see them like, well, thank you. You know, and they say, oh, yeah, and by the way. And then I introduce, you know, the concept of the things that we're working on. And they're like, oh, wow, so interesting. Yeah, let, you know, let me give you my email. Let me, you know, let me have my, my publicist reach out to you. We'd love to get you on our podcast, um, do an interview with you. I think our audience would really love, you know, engaging with you. And then I always say, oh, yeah, you know what? At the very end, as I'm finished, it's almost like an afterthought. I always will say, oh, you know what? By the way, you know what? Let me get a quick picture with you. So it's, it's, it, it, it's the relationship has become one of a business relationship where I'm also introducing a friendship right there. Like, hey, I, you know, I really want to help you. I really want to work with you. I really, you know, see, uh, you know, some type of relationship here. And then from there, transition. Oh, by the way, let me get a picture versus the person who just goes running up to them asking for a photo. Fire Nation value bombs are being dropped by Michael here. And if you think he's done, you've got another thing coming. We've got some killer value bombs coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. The most important relationship you can build in business is the one you build with your customers. And if you're wondering how to do that at the highest level, I have great news for you. It's with Clavio. Clavio is the growth marketing platform that's helped more than 30,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business through more personalized marketing. From a shopper's first impression to each subsequent purchase, Clavio understands every interaction, empowering brands to create more personalized marketing moments. We're talking digital marketing gold, email, SMS automations, dynamic website content, predictive analytics, and social retargeting. All of this is powered by your customer data and is all supported by Clavio. No wonder direct-to-consumer staples like Casemate, Copari, and Brooklinen can't get enough. When you have a 360-degree view of your customer, the growth possibilities are endless. It's time to move at the speed of modern e-commerce, and with Clavio, you can. Own your growth and take back control of the customer experience at Clavio.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash fire. Fire Nation, here's a message from our sponsor, Zip Recruiter. 
Right now, we cannot be overwhelmed. We have to work to keep our loved ones safe and protect our communities. We have to work to stay strong, to stay connected, to stay focused. We have to work to inspire, to innovate, to build new solutions. But for all of this to work, we have to work together. At ZipRecruiter, we connect employers and people every day. But today is different. We are partnering with first responders, government officials, the medical community, the innovators, and the manufacturing, transportation, and food distribution industries to make sure we are finding the right people for the right jobs right now. Let's work together. ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. So Michael, we're back and you've been doing a great job helping us learn how to create that proof of concept, that proof of success. It's so critical. It's so key. How do we actually show that proof on day one? Like how do we actually show the world that we have this proof of success in a way, you know, that's not over the top, that's not spammy, that's not slimy, but that's real and is going to help benefit us going forward? Great question. Storytelling is a phenomenal way when first starting out. Um, you know, uh, you know, when I, when I was first starting out, there was you know, actually when we when I first went to the uh, one the first Tony Award at um, Radio City Music Hall. It was like it was we were up for six other Tonys at the time. We were nominated for six. We had lost like five out of the six. So we were down to like the best play. And our show was up against Tom Hanks, a lucky guy. Ooh. And I and I remember sitting there going, okay, like, okay, like I've lost every other one. I'm not going to win this one. Like it's Tom <laughs> Hanks. So like there's no way. And I literally wanted to leave. Like I like, like if you've, if you've never been to the Tonys, you're sitting there, they got these bright lights. It's so hot. I'm wearing a tuxedo. It was just such a horrible experience. I wanted to get out of there. And sure enough, of course, we won. And, you know, it was such a great feeling. But beyond that, when we were when we were like down after the show was done, like kind of everyone's going to their own private parties and so forth. So I'm actually there with the producer of the show, which I at that point had never met Tom Hanks. I, I you know, didn't know him. I knew of him, right? I'm obviously ever since I was a little kid watching all his movies. And all of a sudden he sees us from across the room and he sees the producer and he comes over and he literally is shaking her hand, congratulating her. She then introduces him to me and he turns to me and he's like, he's congratulating me. And I'm like literally just standing there, like shaking his head, going like, I, I just can't believe this moment. So like, I think when you're first starting out, you may not have moments like that, but you have to be able to visualize and describe and bring your audience with you on the journey. You know, so it's just literally like, you know, there are days I just couldn't wake up today. And, you know, I just didn't know if I could do this. But you know what? I found the will to do this. I looked out my window. I saw the birds were flying. I, I, you know, the sun was shining and I got up and I'm going out there today to accomplish this, guys. You know, and I want you tomorrow. I'm going to send out another email or I'm going to you know put up another podcast. I'm going to tell you what I accomplished today. So it's just again, it comes back to that passion and being able to allow people to visualize what you're seeing and what you're feeling. And when you're able to bring them into the story with you, it it, it creates such engagement and such um, 
such enthusiasm for your audience to be able to be there with you because you know they, they may maybe this is the life they want to lead maybe the, the the nuggets of information you're giving them is helping them and that's that's what i when i wake up and I, i'm doing these calls or i'm doing the podcast or i'm doing the facebook lives or i'm writing copy i'm sitting there saying what can i give today to my audience to help them a little bit along their journey what what's one step what what will move the dial up that inch and I put myself into their shoes and I say, okay, guys, you know, I may not, I may, may seem like I'm a lot further along than you are where you want to be, but I'm not, you know, I'm doing everything that I'm doing right now. You should be doing, I'm going out to this event today to meet people. You need to do this. I'm working on my website. You should be doing this, like whatever it may be. And I try to give them examples of where I'm at, but also being able to put it into perspective of where they need to be. I look back at my journey and it's such a domino effect and fire nation. I want you to think about this. Like when I launch entrepreneurs on fire, I used strategery, just like Michael was strategic on letting people cut in front of him to be the last person to talk to so-and-so and so-and-so. Guess what I did? I waited until Gary Vaynerchuk was launching a book, till Tim Ferriss and Seth Godin were launching books. And I said, hey, I know you guys are in massive promo mode. I didn't use those exact words, but they were. I said, I would love to bring you on my show just for 20, 25 minutes to talk about your book, about your product that you're pushing right now. Let's get you on entrepreneurs on fire, let's make it happen. And guess what? When I got Tim Ferriss on, that was the domino. Because once you get that one person on, now I could turn to anybody else and say, yeah, like I've had Tim Ferriss on or you know, when Tim, Tim Ferriss was on my show, you kind of drop it casually. Like, yeah, when Tim Ferriss was on my show, he talked about this. So I was thinking you could talk about that. They, they were like, whoa, that's proof of success right there. Like Tim Ferriss has been on his show. I guess his show has been vetted by him. It's probably, you know, it doesn't need to be vetted by me. Let's just say yes on this. That's the domino effect. And I don't want to put words in Michael's mouth, but if he's looking to get on other business podcasts, guess what? He can just kind of casually drop like, yeah, when I was on Entrepreneurs on Fire, I talked about this. And they'll be like, oh, whoa, this dude was on Entrepreneurs on Fire. I don't even need to like vet his background. Like, obviously, this guy's legit uh, to talk in the, on, in the business podcast world. Let's just bring him on the show. Now, Michael, when we combine proximity and proof it can give us power. But explain that. How does proximity and proof together give us the entrepreneurs on fire power? I think you touched upon it. Being able to be on a show like yours now, it literally will open up door after door after door because now people say, oh, wow, hey, if he was on this show, then that means I need to have him on my show. So it automatically gives you that power to be able to open up doors a lot faster and a lot quicker than if you were not on that show. It's like, you know, even though, you know, like a lot of my stuff is obviously Broadway related and, and theater and film. So I can open up those doors easily, but then crossing over into that business world where people are like, Oh, well, okay, well he's no, he's a Hollywood guy. He doesn't really fit my audience, but now being able to be on a show like this, this now opens up a whole new genre of opportunity for me. So the, the, the more podcasts you can be on, the more you can get your message out there. You know, at the very beginning, you know, starting off, you know, on a smaller podcast or just, you know, I love reaching out to a lot of communities online where I see people that are just starting up their podcast and I'll say, hey, you know what? I want to be on your podcast. You know, let me tell you, you know, my story. And, and, and you get on that first podcast and then all of a sudden now that next person is like, oh, well, if he was on that podcast, then he right. needs to be on this one. You know, you just you just you just let the it's not snowballing. It just really <laughs> does. But you just have to get yourself out there. You just you go out and you just keep reaching out to people, reaching out to people saying, hey, this is the message I want to share. It's great to have something that you're involved with. Like, you know, like we, we, we do a lot of stuff with Operation Underground Railroad. So, good. so you know, that's something that that. Uh, is a big why for us, you know, especially being in the type of business 
business that we're in. Um, so, you know, when you're, when you're able to put that message out there that not only are you helping them, you're helping yourself, of course, but you're also getting a message out there to help others. And, and the people that are the right people will be attracted to that. The moment you get, you know, and a lot of times people get a little bit desperate for things, especially in my business, and they reach out to somebody who's like, well, I need to get paid this, or I want to get, I need you to do this for me or jump through these types of hoops. You always got to kind of question that, you know, you got to be like, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like if you, there's a mutual thing there, of course, there's certain expenses that have to be covered always. But at the same time, you, when somebody's just out for themselves and they're, they're not in harmony with you, you should just walk away. Like that, that's another great tip. I tell people all the time when, when there's just not that feeling there that it's just quite not right. Or the person's making you do something that goes against your, your morals or your beliefs, then just walk away. <laughs> you know, it's a really big world out there. And there's so many wonderful people that you can meet. <laughs> and once you meet one, guess what? They have 10 other friends that are just as great as they are. You know, so now all of a sudden you got 11 friends and then 22 friends and so forth of the right people versus being held back by people that just don't see the world the way you do or are not sharing your vision of success. You know, I, I always tell people negativity loves company and I don't need the company. Fire Nation, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to everything else you could have possibly been doing during your fulfillment of that yes. So guess what? Be okay with walking away. If your gut, if your heart, if your intuition is telling you to walk away, there's a million opportunities you're actually saying yes to the possibility of because you're saying no to something that just doesn't feel right in the first place. And Michael, let's break this down. Once we do have that proximity and that proof, what are your best tips to leverage both to build to that next level authority? Great question. Working on taking the information that you've learned and the journey that you've been on, putting that into a book, putting that into a, a really strong website, uh, a, a really putting together that package, that media package that you can put out there and the, all the hard work that you've put, you can now start kind of put, picking out the bullet points and being able to put that out to the world. And what that does is now your message starts going on automation. Now, instead of, of people, of you always having to chase down doors, knocking on doors, all of a sudden now your message starts getting shared and people now start reaching out to you. Think about like being like a Hollywood actor, right? A person like a Tom Cruise or a Julia Roberts or a Robert De Niro, right? The Academy Awards was just um, recently got me thinking about this. Those people at that level, they're still working hard. They're still waking up every day and practicing. They're still perfecting their craft, but their message now and their, their, their proof is out there in the world where now scripts are coming to them. Record labels are coming to them, you know, TV shows and so forth are coming to them. And that's where you really want to, where you really know that you've reached that first step of success when people start reaching out to you. That's when things start transitioning, where now you see that your message has taken a hold in the world and it's starting to go out and, and work its magic on its own. And it allows you now to concentrate more on, on your why, on moving up to you know even further, getting your message out to an even larger audience. Fire Nation, leverage that proximity. Leverage that proof. Get to that next level of authority. Write that book. Create that website. Write that keynote speech. You know, Get on that TEDx stage. Create that podcast around the topic. Be the person that's going to step up and own that space. And Michael, you dropped so many value bombs. Give us 
one major takeaway that you really want to make sure all of audio, uh, all of Fire Nation takes from everything that you share today and give us the best way that we can learn more about you and any giveaway, gifts, call to action you have for us. And then we'll say goodbye. The worst day in your life that may seem to be the worst day, the hardest day in your life should become and will become a part of your story. So I think for your listeners out there that depending upon where they are at this moment in their life, when they feel that this, the things that they're trying to do are impossible, realize that you just change that one word from, you know, I can't to how and, 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 and make that a part of your story. Like I'm going to overcome this obstacle. Like you face obstacles on, you know, you don't try to go around them because obstacles are always going to be the way to the next step. Um, I think that's so really important for people when they're first starting out on that journey to not allow yourself to make any type of excuses that the moment you start making excuses, look at the excuse as the obstacle and how do I overcome it? Love it. And, and just focus on that focus on that with all your heart with all your mind um uh you know for, for people who are interested in learning more about us um definitely check out vip ignite so v as in victor ip ignite live.com um we, we host events in new york and hollywood twice a year uh, we bring out 35 of the most influential people in the entertainment industry we do have a a selection process so you actually have to audition for us uh only 125 people will make it at any one event um but they're definitely life changing we've been doing this for 10 plus years and um we change lives and we enjoy what we do and we help a lot of people so if you're interested in being a model actor or musician definitely check us out michael keep changing lives brother and fire nation you know this you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and hello you've been hanging out with mf and jld today so please keep up the heat and if you head over to eofire.com and you type michael in the search bar the show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today links to all that jazz but please do go check out vipignitelive.com. You can learn more about what's going on, the process, all that awesomeness that Michael is doing daily. And Michael, I just want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Michael. And Fire Nation, I've created a treasure trove, and I mean a literal, not figurative, treasure trove of free courses for you. I teach you how to podcast, how to run a mastermind, create funnels that convert, how to come up with your big idea. All you need to do is visit eofire.com slash resources to start learning today. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Clavio is the growth marketing platform that's helped more than 30,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business through more personalized marketing. See for yourself how Clavio helps brands own their growth by enabling them to take back control of the customer experience. Visit Clavio.com slash fire.